Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. Wadproof Bionic is a revolutionary mobile technology to measure and improve your mobility, flexibility, and range of motion. After completing a series of mobility tests, Bionic has everything needed to build the daily sessions tailored to your body. Bionic will help you perform and recover faster than ever. Ready to become Bionic? Download the Wadproof app now. All right, guys, we're live. This is the Difference Makers podcast. My name is Justin Tamani. I'm the host today. Uh, today we have with us Lazar Jukic. I get it. Hi. Yes. Hey, very good. I got it. Okay. Um, Lazar is the five-time fittest man in Serbia. Uh, he recently qualified and placed ninth at the 2021 CrossFit Games, and even more recently came in second at the uh, Dubai CrossFit Championships in uh, December here of 2021. It's awesome. Lazar, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And welcome to the team too. You're also a recent signee of of Wadproof, so welcome to the family. Thank you very much. It, it's, it's exciting. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. So let's kind of go go back a little bit. And how did you get started in Serbia with CrossFit? Like it seems kind of like a weird combination of things. Well, actually, I didn't start uh, with with my CrossFit uh, in Serbia. I started in the US. Okay. Uh, I was uh, I was a student in I was studying economics and I was uh, uh, doing some uh, student 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 exchange uh, yeah. and I was uh, going uh, to work as a lifeguard in the United States and uh, I was having a roommate in like the guy was from Serbia and he was already doing CrossFit. Okay, and uh, he challenged me to a workout to do a Murph, and <laughs> okay. we yeah we started like we did Murph and I sucked, <laughs> and uh, yeah after that uh, I it just um, burned my my competitiveness and I wanted to like get better at, at this thing and yeah started training a little bit every day trying to do my double unders uh, handstand walks. Uh, muscle ups stuff like that so yeah that, that's how i began it was 2015 october okay. and uh yeah from then it, it just started so okay and so you were in university here or post-secondary school uh no 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 i was uh in in college uh in okay. serbia in economics yeah. and i just uh, there there's just this uh, program for students like work it's called work and travel and okay. uh, you you get a season job in united states like you work and travel exactly as it says, yeah. says. awesome and then so 2015 you started crossfit 2017 you're the fittest man in serbia yes 2019 comes up and you're you qualify through winning the serbian uh uh open i guess Yes. The CrossFit Open through Serbia, but you turned that down, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the first time you qualified, so what's that like? You know, you're you're fairly new to CrossFit. 
that's a big opportunity yeah. that I think a lot of people jumped on who weren't necessarily ready for that obstacle, but you, you turned it down. Yes. Um, well that, that's, um, year when, uh, all the national champions qualified for, for the games and, uh, yeah, a bunch of them went, I think everybody except me went. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was, I was back then like Serbia is a small country and it's not very, uh, com- it was not very competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. to to get first in Serbia back then uh, right now there's my brother there's there's a bunch of other guys so yeah now yeah. it's a pretty big challenge but back then I won and but I I wasn't feeling very fit to to go to the games and also uh, I was working in Kuwait and from Kuwait to go to the United States it costs a lot and yeah. I I didn't just want to go there and like walk one uh, one lap around the the field as a national champion waving the flag it's all nice but uh, yeah. back then i was just not feeling ready and uh, i declined my invitation and i wanted to get better better for the next year which was 2020 then covid happened so yeah i was not uh, i i qualified all again as a national champion but i uh, uh, then they cut those yeah. invites but yeah so the it was just the 20... i was not feeling ready that that first time so yeah yeah no that's that's good of you to do that because i don't think a lot of people would have taken that step back and been able to do that with the confidence that they'll be back you know and not yes. even just in one year it was two years later before you got a chance to go back yeah and also there is you only get one chance of being a rookie at the games so yeah. i wanted to for my chance to count and to actually make an impact in in the first year uh so i i think i did what i wanted so yeah it's and then ninth it paid off i guess yeah it definitely paid off that um i just remember that performance you had some some great finishes the toes to bar running workout yeah i i won that one that's the one but that, so that's, I would say that's your jam in those ones. You, you kind of, did you know you were going to take that one? No, 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 no. I, I, I was actually, when I started the CrossFit, running was my biggest weakness. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I came from uh, water polo and okay. I actually never ran like for, for sports, for fun. I never ran. So yeah. uh, I, I was very, very bad. My technique when I started was very bad. I, my my endurance, my speed, everything was very bad. That like associates with running, with running. And uh, when I started training more seriously, I ran like two, three times a week to get better at this. And then I slowly improved. And um, even when the games came, my brother is much better runner than I am. He was a football player, soccer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, he, I, I expected him to win the workout, but uh, he got injured on the uh, echo bike uh, power snatch workout. Okay, yeah. And uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> My running felt very good, and I just like started passing guys. And at the end, I was uh, just catching Baden Brown, but I knew he was at the end of the uh, stadium, and I was at the start. Yeah. So uh, at the beginning, so he was even though he was in front like 100 meters, 
in the stadium that's like we were we came to the bar at exact same point and i just cycled my toast to bars faster yeah so for people who don't know the way that they had to run the course in the stadium was like the first person out was the last person back to the bar just because of the way the the toes bar works so it was fair for the same distances for everybody exactly so baden brown i guess was on the far end and then Lazar was on the closest end to re-entering the stadium so he he got to save like the whole width of the rig to get back to his toes to bar faster. Yes. Exactly. So, oh, that was, that was awesome. That was great to see. I was standing right there actually at the end line when you came across. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, I remember you, you took a uh, actually very nice photo. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. No, but that that's awesome to see. And then, you know, you did mention your brother in there. What's it like getting to compete at the games with your brother? Uh, Actually, we we every, everybody thinks it's very stressful. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, it's it's very very. Uh, I I actually loved it very much because uh, my first time was also his first time, and it was much easier sharing all the emotions with somebody. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, when across the finish line, like we gave each other hugs all the time, and it was just very nice and uh, we had some some problems getting our visa so there was two of us so it was much easier to get it that way so oh, good yeah it was it was uh, awesome awesome I, I don't know how to to describe it just just um, some of the other guys know know how how it is competing yeah against your brother <laughs> yeah it's cool to see they on especially on the men's side there's a lot of brothers that have been competing together for for a long time with the Panchecks, the smiths yeah. um anderson's anderson's yeah yeah um and now now the jukic's yeah. right? i'm trying to i'm trying to get it i'm yeah. trying to get it yeah, first first siblings from europe to to go together to the crossing game oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah now when you guys train, are you guys training together often? No, we we actually never train together. We <laughs> okay. spent we we are spending time in the gym together, but yeah. we are not doing the same programming and we are not doing the same workouts. Okay, so does that make it in your mind a little bit easier to train every day with somebody? Like, yeah, definitely. Instead of competing, you're you're supporting each other. Yes, definitely because. We are different athletes, and we need uh, different different things. And uh, like when uh, if if we train together all the time, it would be more of a competition than training, and it's not really good for the body, good for the for the mind to to compete every day. So yeah, I, I think the 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 way we do it, it it's kind it's it works perfectly for us. Perfect. And now, when you guys are in the gym that much together, do you guys butt heads a lot? Are you guys, do you guys get after each other? Or is it very supportive? No, it's 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 very supportive uh, because uh, it's like it's our job now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you want to see your brother do good, so uh, it's it's very supportive uh, environment, I think. Awesome, and and now we said you know we were talking before. You said you're in France right now. Yes, I'm staying at my girlfriend's okay. uh, place right now for for some time. Awesome. So you're are you tra- you're living full time in France, kind of leading up to the season here? Or are you going to be going back? No, I'm I'm going to be uh, back to Serbia uh, around the twentieth 
uh, February. Okay. Uh, just for the start of the Open, and then uh, I'll do quarter uh, Open and quarterfinals in Serbia, and then I'll come back to France uh, to to prepare for semis because uh, I I actually have two very good support systems. Uh, in, in France, I have my girlfriend with like, she's, she's great. She, she does everything to help me. Uh, she understands what, what I need to do and, uh, how, how much I need to train and what I need to eat and everything. Yeah. And home is the same. I have my brother and, uh, m- like my family. So yeah, my mother cooks when I'm in Serbia and I, it's, it just, uh, yeah, perfect in, in, like both of those uh in both countries it's yeah. it's very good for me awesome now actually you mentioned that cooking in serbia is the food a lot different that you would normally eat than uh when you're in serbia or when you're in france or when you go to america and go to the games like is it is there a big difference there with, with what uh, you can get or what you're used to like culturally there is a difference like yeah. people eat, people eat different stuff in serbia yeah. and france in us but i try to to keep it uh, mostly the same like same breakfast same uh, food uh, throughout the, the day so for me like it, it doesn't change much but uh, like when you like culturally people eat different different things definitely yeah no, I, that's one thing you always hear about, like the Olympic Games and stuff like that. When they go over to certain countries, it's like the athletes don't know what to eat. It's it's uh, it's not that hard because you have oats everywhere, you have eggs everywhere, you have yeah. m- meat everywhere, like rice. Yeah. It, it's exactly. mo- most of the stuff that athletes eat. So fruit. So it, it, you you can you can uh, make yourself like comfortable with eating the foods from all of the places. Yeah. 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 Very true. Um, so you got a, a new shirt on there. Yeah. <laughs> you recently signed with tier. Yes. So tier is a company that's, that's kind of made some, some waves and have signed a bunch of athletes recently and, and really broken into the, the, the fitness space, the CrossFit space. Um, what kind of made you want to join a company that's that's like that or that that just broke in as opposed to being with some other companies who are already established uh they they reached out to me about uh, two months ago okay. or or so uh and uh, like the cory berger uh reached out to me and he he's the main guy uh that's um, in charge of crossfit athletes Mm-hmm. And it's very nice when you're talking to somebody who is like directly in charge of everything. So uh, I immediately saw that it will be an easy, easy talk, easy communication with uh, with the company, and uh, they they are they are going into the CrossFit very uh, op- opportunistic, like they're. They're very, uh, they want certain stuff. They want quality. They want, uh, uh, from, from their athletes, they want, uh, feedback. They want, uh, information as like, I, I give information as, as, uh, much as I can, like on, on shirts, on shorts, what I like, why, why I don't like. Yeah. And I see, and I see that it's, um, it's taken with, uh, uh, 
like they're glad I'm doing it, and uh, I, I I'm also very happy that they're uh, understanding my my needs. So it, it just clicked very good. So I'm I'm very happy happy that I signed with them. Like, awesome. Yeah, because they're very very nice company. They came out of like the swim with. and triathlon world, right? Yes, yes. Uh, they they're like I think. Until recently, they were just doing swimming and uh, triathlon stuff. Yeah. Now, did you know of them because of the the swim, like the water polo world? Were you aware of them before? Yeah, definitely. I was, uh, you know, the boards, the fins, everything yeah. was was steer when I was uh, training water polo. So, uh, yeah, it's I was familiar with them, but I didn't know. Uh, like, they're mostly uh, United States based. So yeah. I, I didn't have a chance to try the stuff out uh, before, like when I was younger, but uh, then they they reached out and sent me some stuff and I liked it very much. So it was just very easy. Awesome. And then now, I mean, I guess your other teammate, now you're you're kind of a double teammate with uh, Guy. Yes. So Guy's with Tier. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Mayhem. Yes. So you guys got to spend some time together before Rogue, correct? Correct. So <laughs> tell me about that Rogue experience with with uh, you, Guy, and uh, what was it, Luke Parker, all Luke, traveling oh. <laughs> around Texas together? <laughs> it was it was crazy. I I came to United States um, two weeks or three weeks before Rogue, and uh, I stayed uh, at Luke's, Luke Parker's apartment and Guy was there and it was just like a frat house. Like <laughs> everything was so messy and uh, like, but the fridge was full. At least that was, that was the good thing. So uh, yeah, we, we had some awesome time. We trained a lot and uh, yeah, it was, it was like a comedy show 24 seven. <laughs> okay. And now is it was it like a frat house because of you guys being there or was it already like that? Uh it was because like three of us were all there. Actually it's okay. uh Ryan Brian's uh Nelson house and okay. Luke is uh like renting a room or, or I don't yeah. know. So Brian was not in town and he's he's like guys enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> Awesome. Like Guy was making so many pranks or on, on Luke that like mo- most of the, them didn't air, but it was very very funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. And then now, and then you guys went down to Rogue and, and did that whole trip together as well. Yes, yes. We we traveled from Cookville to Nashville, then Texas. Uh, yeah, it was pretty easy traveling with them. They're very nice guys and very funny. So it's very yeah. Easy. What was the look of of people in in the restaurants and all that? Like, I I think I saw that Guy took you to a Brazilian steakhouse yes. in Texas. <laughs> yes, it was some of the best food I ever have had. Yeah, and uh, it was very funny because uh, the guys are chopping the meat until you tell them to stop. Yeah. So like we ate, I don't know how much meat. It was just. Not 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 a healthy amount, I would say. And and like when they come around, it's like on a spit, and right, it's just like different types of steak and beef yes. and chicken and like whatever. You can right? choose whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. Like bunch of different different options of meat. 
you guys, uh, you guys, I think put a lot of that on Instagram stories. Yes. And you guys look like you're having a good time at the beginning. And I think at the end, you, you just looked very tired. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had a very good time, like both in Cookville and in Texas. It was very, very fun. Nice. And, uh, because you're tra- training with Mayhem, are you planning on spending a lot of time in, in Cookville or going down there at any point? Uh, I'm, I will be there before the games. I, I'm planning on going there July 1st for now. I, yeah. I, I still don't know the schedule, but uh, July 1st is like uh, a date that I will probably be at uh, uh, Cookville and start training for like, I will be training, but like start start to prepare with with the group yeah the, the the great thing is that now there will be there there will probably be around five games athletes i i hope that we all qualify yeah and uh, it will be and and in mayhem and uh, rich's barn you have everything that you need yeah so uh, like for example uh before before i joined uh, royce dunn and sam Cor- cornier Yep. Were, were making athletes and uh, they did very good at the handstand ramp at the games yeah and i was like how did you guys do that good on that handstand ramp and royce was it was it's very easy when you don't have to ski 250 meters sprint before that so i guess they reach prepared them very good for that so yeah i i i think it will be very very good being there for one one month and just train with the crew yeah that uh that mayhem crew has grown quite a bit in the last let's call it even six months yes um is that something that you're you're kind of more cautious about because of how big that is like there's a lot of people trying to win the same prize uh actually it's uh, i i believe very much in uh psychology of aquarium like it's uh the the bigger the aquarium the bigger fish you're gonna be yeah so uh yeah i i i actually like that there is so many athletes and we will know what to expect are we prepared are we not prepared so yeah it's um i and like people who are joining are very carefully like chosen so i i don't doubt it will be like stressful environment so yeah it, uh, it will be i think uh, environment for growth so yeah wadproof bionic uses computer vision motion analysis technology to assess your movement after completing a series of mobility tests bionic analyzes your range of motion and creates a daily mobility plan to help you perform and recover faster than ever ready to become bionic download the wadproof app now yeah like it, it's cool to see what they're doing down there and and uh you know once everything yeah. kind of shakes out throughout the season it will be able to see a lot more information but it is cool to see and you know there's these big camps that are coming out where it's not just you know like a few years ago it'd be like everybody has their one coach you know what i mean like there was only one or two big athletes coming out of you know, one male, one female coming out of each camp kind of thing. And now it's like, oh, these teams are like 10 deep. Yes. Especially so. Mayhem. So. Yeah. Um, 
what has been the biggest change in the training or the way you train since joining Mayhem? Because you weren't with uh, them. You weren't with them at the games, correct? No, no, no. Uh, I I changed my programming just uh, just after the games uh, because I needed a bigger uh, support system at the games. Yeah. Um, I I I saw how Mayhem athletes are are treated by by their coaches by their physiotherapists by their nutritionists by like they have a f- whole team there yeah so yeah i, I just uh, got an opportunity to join from uh, my coach now pakunda yeah uh, he explained to me the new uh, uh, like part of of mayhem that's called mayhem id and it's uh, remote coaching by him like that people can sign up for and I, w- I would would have been uh, one of the guys who are representing that, and uh, I would get uh, remote coaching straight from him. So uh, it, it it looked like a great idea, especially because uh, I know Facundo for some time now. I competed in a competition that Mayhem and him organized called Belgium Throwdown, mm-hmm. and I won the competition. It was two thousand eighteen. And since then, he every now and then he would ask me like, "Lazar, how is life? Like, how is everything going? Uh, are, like, are you training good? Are you like everything?" So, yeah. It, and every competition I went to, he was like, "I'm watching you. Like, be be careful, do good stuff like that." So, yeah. So yeah, it was um, for me. It was easy decisions to go decision to go with somebody who already knows me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was. I, I took the opportunity, and uh, I'm I'm very happy with how everything uh, got sorted out. Nice. And then, excuse me. Not that was gonna <laughs> Um. So with that, like, how has that changed your, the daily programming for you? Is it does the program look a lot different than what you were doing prior to that? Yes. Uh, I. Did uh, now I started doing much much more uh, uh, short short sprinty kind of workouts, uh, much more accessory, much more lifting, and uh, that's the thing I I lacked the most at the games and at yeah. my competitions. So uh, yeah, it it mostly runs uh, revolves around that stuff. Uh, outside of that, it's training. Training. <laughs> it's the same just just do it yeah with um your performance between rogue and uh dubai like dubai second place huge stack field great finish um i get did you feel like you had more time to settle in with your training after the games like rogue is rogue is october (laughs) the games ends august so you're really were you in a a swing of things with mayhem at that point or did you feel like you needed more time i was not in in the swing with training at all i yeah. was uh just i just finished the games and i uh took a like two three weeks off and uh, i was back then deciding what i will do will i continue with my previous programming or i will go with mayhem and uh I, I got I had some competition with my brother. I traveled from like US to 
Serbia, from Serbia to France, from France to Serbia, from Serbia to Kukul. It was a lot of traveling. It was, uh, uh, I, I like, to be honest, I overestimated myself and underestimated the field. And uh, it, it shown, it, it showed. I uh, did very poorly at Rogue and, and it was my, my fault. And after that, I just became angry at myself and I'm just, you will never let this happen again. And I just went back to, to the whiteboard and just started working harder than ever. And it paid off in Dubai. There was just one more guy that I needed to beat (laughs) next time. (laughs) What, um, cause, uh, was it Roman, Roman Krenikov won. And, uh, I mean, you guys both had great weekends there. What was, uh, you know, what, what do you think that little separator would have been? Or do you have a, a, a feel for like what you could have done to, to take on a, or to uh, overcome him there? I, I had a couple, couple mistakes. Uh, and, uh, like I missed my second lift. I, uh, I a little, a little bit, um, uh overpaced the first workout i uh, i slipped on the second workout on on the slopes and stuff like those like those yeah. little things that would make made me closer but uh overall roman is a monster of an athlete and yeah. uh, he was he did a great job and uh he he won by i think uh 90 90 points which was very very big margin of of winning so yeah, yeah. he did great and uh, if i had uh, uh like even better weekend i think it will be a little bit closer but he was still still better uh, in dubai this year yeah. also uh it's his crossfit games he, yeah he's not uh, he still don't have visa for for the games and uh, dubai was everything he had this season so uh, yeah, he put everything in that. So, yeah, he he did a great job. That's a good point there with him, because that's something too that, like, you know, you'd been that you'd be in your third major competition in five months. Yeah, and that was his his real only one, and not because you know anything other than he just can't get into yeah. the U.S. Yeah, I guess he would do all the competitions if if it yeah. was up to him. <laughs> yeah, because he he did qualify. Yes, for the games. Yeah, yeah. Um, that ski event, that ski slope run event, was that something you were ready for? Like, have you done a lot of snow hills? Like, I don't know how many athletes would have been ready for that, but um, I didn't actually. I. I was ready. I was fit. I was running a lot. I was skiing a lot. But uh, in Serbia, we didn't have that much snow. <laughs> and I'm living in the biggest uh, flat flat ground in, in, in Serbia. Like, you don't have a lot of hills where I live. So it was just uh, it was just not going to happen. <laughs> I me running up the, the ski slope. But... Uh, I was I was feeling good and it was very interesting workout because it was in a like fake snow like yeah so it was just um, you go inside the mall and it's uh, like thirty degrees Celsius and then yeah. you go inside the part part where where we are running and it's minus four 
So like it's a big big difference for everybody and for your lungs. Everybody was coughing like like yeah. crazy. So uh, yeah, I think nobody was ready. Everybody was suffering after that workout for a long time. Like Luca and me were watching each other and we we're like, oh man, I hope everybody's feeling this bad right now. <laughs> Barely. It was that big of a that big of a of a, a difference, I guess, and that impacted the lungs that much. Yes, this workout was awful. <laughs> and, and mostly because of the environment, I think. Yeah. And nobody, um, I mean, you, you really can't prepare for that, but uh, especially like that di- like huge of a change right before the event. You can't, there's no way to prepare. Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, like, you're outside and then yeah. you're going inside the ski, uh, like ski, slope, ski, like whatever you're yeah. going inside just two minutes before your workout. So it's like, <laughs> Oh, you weren't even like in there and like acclimatizing to it. It was still hot. Like wherever you no, were warming up, we, we had an opportunity to go inside yeah. and go back to warm up. So, and then we just went there like two, three minutes before the workout. Ooh, that's tough. you're warming up outside, not inside. Uh, yeah. So you're warming up in 30 degrees Celsius weather and then having yes. to go work out in minus four. That's exactly. Shock, shock to the system, right there. Yeah, very Yikes. much. Um, now I want to come back to something. Common North American perception: you said Serbia is very flat, and there's not a lot of snow. One part of Serbia, where I live. Okay, because like it, North Americans, I think, are led to believe that Serbia is this cold, frigid country because uh, they connected to Siberia. Ah. It's not the same. Yes. Siberia is is Russia. Serbia is Eastern Europe. <laughs> okay, that's it's, what we it have. Is. We have uh, we have actually uh, mountains. We have snow. We have everything. But where I live, we have snow, but we don't have mountains. We're flat. <laughs> okay. So this time of year, February right now, what's it like out there, temperature wise? Cold, but not snowy. It's kind of mm, like same like France right now. It's like. Five to minus two degrees, something like that. Okay. So, yeah, five in plus and two in minus. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Around that. So where I live in Victoria, we're actually warmer than that right now, which, like, I'm in Canada. Yeah. And most people think it's like, you know, it's winter, it's cold, the same same kind of thing. But yeah, like where I am, it's like, it was like 13 degrees yesterday. Psh, nice. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not uh... complaining at all. <laughs> My... My earbud just dropped. I'm back. <laughs> there you go. Good. So you're you're training with mayhem. Um, with the uh, the way that you do your training now, um, you're able to train full time. Yes. You're yes. not working uh, right now. No. no. Leading I, up to the games, did you have a job or were you training full time? No, I. Uh... Uh, started being a full-time athlete uh, when I came back from Kuwait, Kuwait which was uh, September 2019. Okay. Oh, so Since then I was yeah. I, I was full-time athlete. And now you know, in Serbia, being able to be a full-time athlete, how how does that work with sponsors and and being able to be supported by different companies, or is it just like? Actually, yeah. I I didn't have much sponsor that uh, that pay me money or anything. I I just uh, competed. 
for yeah. a living. Yeah. And I, I just like won a bunch of competitions, smaller one. I, I took uh, some great money in Dubai 2018 and uh, 2019. Yeah, 2019, 2020, there was no yeah. that competition. So, yeah, I, I was just competing for a living it's, okay. it's kind of a good motivation yeah like, i mean either i earn this or <laughs> or <laughs> i don't have any income for for a like couple of months so you got to be pretty hungry to be able to do not like physically hungry but mentally yeah. hungry to be able yeah, to, mentally, to live like mentally that very very hungry would you say that was one of the biggest things that that has been pushing you is just that like that hunger like yeah. you got it you got to want it Yes, definitely, definitely. It was uh, uh, risky, but it paid off. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, even on top of that, like, did you coach at the gym or anything, or was it just full? I uh, in uh, like in my garage, I have a full equipped gym. Yeah, and I used it for for some PTs. Like, I had three PTs, which is really not a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, oh, so you're training it out of your home full time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like ninety five percent of the time, I'm training uh, in my garage. Okay. Are are there many uh, CrossFit affiliates in Serbia? Uh, there are a lot of uh, gyms that use CrossFit. Yeah, but they are not affiliates. We okay. only have one one affiliate. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess that's that's how that works. Then with the the way that that qualification process worked a few years ago was as long as there's one affiliate in the country, they yes. can send a national representative. Back then we had three. Right oh. now we have one. <laughs> <laughs> COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, that happened, around. and also uh, like stuff with with Greg and. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get into that stuff. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah you're training at home full-time and then did did at the time or i mean probably not right now but at the time did your brother live with you or did you guys live together and yes yes it was <laughs> it was difficult to like when we both meet rower in the morning like who's waking up earlier to go row? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome so you guys then are you know not i don't say your button heads you guys are there together all day yes like three times a day, every day. And then, and he was in the same boat where he trained full time. Uh, he hmm. back then, like it was 2020. Yeah. And uh, like we were in a lockdown. Yeah. So we trained like like crazy. It was the fittest we've ever been. I think <laughs> we we just trained. We didn't do anything. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was a full time. Uh, athlete back then but then when everything like started again he started working in that one affiliate that we have in in serbia it happens that it's very close to our uh, home so okay. he went there and yeah, started working there okay so he he's not full-time he is now he is now okay perfect but he wasn't before the games yeah it's he was awesome the only guy that was working i think oh, okay okay it's awesome to see the opportunities that people have had because of, of CrossFit and, and the fact that you're able to maintain that type of living just based off of competitions alone. I mean, it's got to feel good now that you have some sponsors and probably have some some money coming in with that where you don't have to worry as much. But Yeah, definitely it's easier because uh, 
you can focus on the CrossFit Games alone and uh, not, not like searching for uh, for the competition that you need to participate in. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely much easier and uh, much smarter. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any plans to, well, I mean, a little, like more, I guess, long-term, but outside of the games, come into North America and, and train here more full-time or are you you planning on staying in europe for the no no for for now no uh for now i'm very happy with uh, my my life in in europe in france and serbia like depends mm-hmm. so uh, yeah for now i will uh i'm planning on staying here and uh, for the preparation i will go to to america to cookville awesome now now i'm just thinking about it here how many languages do you speak Oh, I speak only two. Okay, but if you're speaking Serbian, you can you speak like uh, Croatian, uh, almost Bulgarian, like <laughs> Slovenian. Okay. So a yeah, bunch of bunch of languages like in that region. They're I all speak, pretty yeah, English and, and Serbian. Yeah, and I'm trying to to learn French, but it's very hard language to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I did eight, eight, nine years of French and barely know any of it. <laughs> we had to do French in elementary school and then in high school here. And I was just thinking to myself, like, if I but went it's a beautiful, somewhere, beautiful language. It's a beautiful language, but it's it's hard. I've heard French Canadian is very different than than France French. Yeah, my girlfriend speaks French, and it was uh, like I'm very good friend with uh, Adler. And yeah. uh, he he was like talking French, and it was <laughs> very hard to understand. So, yeah. that's funny. Um, what's what's kind of the next thing coming up here for you? I mean, I guess we got the open coming up in the in three weeks, two weeks now, and then uh, we're gonna lead into the the quarterfinals. Anything else you got going on? No, no, just uh, focus on the CrossFit season and uh, qualify for the semis first and uh, go step by step to the CrossFit Games and then do better than last year. And uh, yeah, those are the goals. The uh, quarterfinals, or sorry, not the quarterfinals, the Open, are you planning on just training straight through them and just treating it like another workout? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, There's no point actually in giving like two or three attempts No. right now. Uh, it's for for games athletes for athletes that are training for like five six years it's very easy to go through the first phase yeah for to the quarterfinals so uh, yeah i'm planning on not watching the leaderboard through the whole open yeah like is that one and done and just post it first time like immediately when i do it post it and don't don't open the leaderboard until open is done is that weird to think about because in the past right it was always like you know that's the thing like if you don't do well in the open you had five weeks now with the the kind of two three tiered structure where you know how if you do well in this you are not even well if you just do okay in the open you're moving on exactly it's it's uh much nicer than before yeah before it was very stressful i couldn't sleep when when the open is get like when the announcement is coming, I I, I don't sleep for the whole night. So the five just... weeks of the open was some of like the most 
there was the five longest weeks of my life. Yes, it's same, exactly the same. And the funniest thing is when I first started CrossFit, my first Open was in 2012. And leading up to the Open, the gym owner, I was talking to her, and I was like, yeah, I'm so excited for this Open. Like, you know, like, I can't wait. Like, I, I know, like, you know, I, I, my goal was to move on to regionals at the time, and you had to be top 60. I was like, I can do it. Like, I, I know I can do it. And she's like, this is going to be the longest five weeks of your life. And I was like, no, what's she talking about? It was the longest five weeks of my life. Yeah. It, it <laughs> Especially was exactly that first one. Exactly the same for me. 2018, I was trying to qualify and I qualified for regionals. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was very, very stressful. Like and, stress and level. 18, yeah. 2018. 18 was top 20 in your, your region. Uh, yes. And then it, it combined and did like the super regionals. Yes. Yes. So you would have been in Europe, right? Yes. And Europe is, you have some great athletes we did, in Europe. We did, uh, f- you had to qualify in Central Europe in 20. Okay. Yeah. And then we get connected with North Europe to yeah. make 40 guys. So it was uh, very hard to qualify and then even harder. I think that was the hardest region. Yeah, like maybe just where Fraser and Valner were. <laughs> that, that was the hardest one. <laughs> that was my region. Oh, really? <laughs> so the first year I made regionals as an individual was 2015, and that was the first year of the super regionals. So it was all of Canada East. So think of all the the big, yeah, athletes from Quebec and Toronto and Ontario, and then that combined with all the Northeast, which was like Fraser and Spencer Hendel and Austin Maliola, like those guys, right? Christian Harris, like. Mm. So That's that was the, the region. region ever. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was uh the year that I made it, and I was like, "There's no way I can top 20." And uh, yeah, that was a fun time. <laughs> it was yeah, it, it was different, but it was fun. I'm I'm glad I went to region at least once. It it's a very different than what it is now. I think. Yeah. Even yeah, with the, the semifinals, and in you know, for you guys. Your semifinals were online last year, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the same with us in North America here. Well, at least for our our local one, which would have been Atlas Games. Um, for you guys, I mean, all those European athletes and two online qualifiers, like, that's that online weekend of the semifinals. How was that dealing with stress for that? You can't imagine. Yeah. Very, very hard. I'm yeah. I'm super happy that I went through quarterfinals and then also through the semifinals smoothly. Like yeah. I was I was top ten quarterfinals and okay, I yeah. was first or second every day of the semifinal. And it was like I was okay, but for Luca, yeah. Luca was fifty uh eight first yeah. in the quarterfinals, and then they like switch things around and he was 52nd but he qualified as 58 and 60 guys are going yeah and then like he had he he didn't actually have a goal to qualify for the crossfit games but when he saw he's very close yeah like he it just became so stressful for him and like i remember exactly the the day of uh, third day of semifinals we had uh, uh gretel yeah. Ten rounds of uh, three, he jerks, does, three bar facing burpees. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. <forgot. laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, Luca uh, did it once in our garage, and then we, he figured that he will not qualify with that score, and he needed to go like 10 seconds faster. And he went to the box where he worked, and he just like he and one guy because he was so so under so much pressure and so much stress yeah and like he knew like you need to go sub to to 40 or two yeah it's fast to to qualify yeah and he went super fast <laughs> and he actually thought he's he he won the workout <laughs> but then yone did to 216 like what the hell yeah that time was crazy yeah that's insane i think nobody did faster than, than him i think yona won that by wasn't it by a yes. lot like yeah, it was like a lot, 20 or 30 seconds yeah 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 next yeah. that guy was around 228 to 30 yeah that's fast but hey the fact that he the hardest workouts to to get better on by that much time are those like short workouts like there's no room for air yeah we're yeah. talking about I, like you you can't even push off the ground with your arms you just need to bounce out the, of burpee yeah. like for for 30 30 burpees yeah, 30 burpees 30, 30 clinches crazy it's you know that's that's kind of the reason why something like Fran, like a true Fran, I don't think is used in competition, is because everybody would be within a half second or a second of each other, and and like it's it's crazy painful workout. I would I don't want to do it in a in a competition ever. Well, you, actually, you just missed out on doing the Fran variation with the Echo bike at Wadapalooza. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Have you tried it since? No. <laughs> I'm usually not trying the workouts from competitions. Yeah, okay. Uh, because like you can't simulate the intensity, you can't simulate no. the effort. So it's yeah. different when you're on the stage. Yeah. That one was uh that one looked like just a massacre by the I saw Valor after <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so funny he's and he's like he didn't even win that workout did he no 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 i didn't I think, think so. uh, oh it was jason uh, hopper jason hopper yeah that workout like just looked miserable for yeah. everybody <laughs> and like the people who were in the top bunch looked worse than the people who were middle to bottom because you know they just floored it. yeah it's it, it was similar to rogues 20 thrusters 20 calf 20 yeah. thrusters. <laughs> like you're good first 20 thrusters and then like 20 calories and then from there it's just a massacre yeah <laughs> that was a good one i forgot about that workout too but that very similar it seems like the echo bike being incorporated into these workouts is is resulting in the most painful workouts of the weekend it's that that's a crazy crazy good machine echo bike yeah. and uh, it's very painful and i i don't want to do sprints on that like <laughs> i i i have those sprints on echo or assault bike very often yeah and i and i hate them it's like <laughs> crazy hard was the uh would you say the the workout from the games with the echo bike power snatch would that be the most painful one at the games no, uh, for me at the games, uh, hmm, let's see, 
there were a lot of workouts, but the most painful one um, for me, like toast to bar running was very painful because I, I, I yeah. needed to like run after the guy that was in front of me. Yeah. And uh, like mentally challenging swimming and kayak. But like when, when you have a workout three minutes, and one hour, it can't really compare because both are very hard in, in, in their own way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. The funny story about this workout with Echo and uh, uh, Power Snatch, Luca, is going, Luca was going uh, in a heat before mine and he was leaving the field. And I was like, how was it? He's <laughs> like, you, you will not feel it, just go fast. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I go as fast as I can. And I go outside, why did you lie, lie to me? He's like, if I told you it hurt, you would just go slower. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he tricked me, but he got me. <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. Oh, man. Hey, he's there for a reason. The brotherly love. Yes. <laughs> did he? I mean, you probably got a better time because of it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh man hey on that note we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here i really appreciate your time welcome to the wadproof family thank you very much uh before we go you said quarterfinals that's a or games the open excuse me the crossfit open is next and then we got the quarterfinals and then hopefully we'll be seeing you live at the semifinals live hopefully, hopefully. i hope um, live is the way to go yeah so again, Lazar, thanks for joining us. Thanks, and, Justin. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. With the Wadproof Pro Experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side -side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students, and with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.